sometimes you have to try to tell lies about your competitors that's in er, right. order to win, and that's exactly what he's doing. These Time two went and again. on the attack lie, on television lie, lie, and lie, on lie, radio. Excuse me. I am going to veto that um, uh, gun store bill that got sent to my desk. And now we've got a three-person race. We've got seven days, and uh, the rabbit's out of the bag, and I'm running. This is WBEZ's Illinois Elections 2018 podcast. I'm Becky Vivi. We're here every week to translate the latest elections news ahead of the March 20th primary. That is next Tuesday. I'm Becky Vivi. Joining me this week are state politics reporters Dave McKinney and Tony Arnold. Hi, guys. Hey, Becky. Hey, Becky. Can you believe the primary is this coming Tuesday? I know. This is crunch time. You ready to sleep? We're all ready to sleep. (laughs) This week, we did get a feisty debate from three leading Democratic candidates. It was aired on WTTW, and they spent nearly a third of their time focused on a single Chicago Tribune story about J.B. Pritzker's offshore accounts. We'll get to the details of that in just a minute. Offshore accounts are pretty secretive, complex, and confusing things. Given that, Dave, what, if any, impact do you think this issue is going to have on Tuesday? Well, I mean, it's hard to think that this alone is going to tilt the election. I mean, like it or not, this is what rich people do. And as you point out, the subject is dense. It's hard to understand. And this is really important. It's happening very late in the campaign. And if there are going to be television or digital ads that get built around it, Voters aren't going to be exposed a whole lot to them before Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tony, what exactly did the Tribune story find? Well, I have you know really two takeaways from that story. The first is that Prisker's answers to these, this story only seem to confuse the issue more, which leads to even more questions. Um, the story focused in particular on Moreau Capital, which is based in the Bahamas. Uh, the Pritzker campaign says this is owned by a trust of which Pritzker is a beneficiary. But the question is, why was it set up in the Bahamas in the first place when Pritzker lives and presumably works in Chicago? Um, it sets Pritzker right up for the argument that he's avoiding paying U.S. taxes and Illinois taxes by doing this. Um, of course, Pritzker denies he's dodging taxes or that he even has control over these trusts and companies. I'm not involved in the decision-making in any way in offshore trusts or the creation of offshore entities. I'm not invested offshore either. And I just say my my other takeaway is that apparently we've all missed out on a business opportunity here, which is to bring duck boat tours to the Chicago River, because that is what Moreau Capital wants to do is bring duck boat tours to Chicago. Wait, duck boats like the ones in the Wisconsin Dells that go in the water and then go on the land? If you say so. I don't know. I've never (laughs) been to the Dells. I got to go, I guess. It's a pretty fabulous place. Dave, back in 2014, you also dug into offshore accounts for our current Illinois governor, Bruce Rauner. What did you find? Well, the same Bruce Rauner who's calling Pritzker a tax dodger for these offshore investments himself had a series of investments in the Cayman Islands. Uh, That's also a notorious tax haven. And back then, candidate Rauner's campaign said that Caribbean investments like this are common for private equity firms like the one that, that Rauner used to lead. And here's something not to forget. As much as Democrats then tried to exploit this issue, it didn't stop Rauner from going on and winning the governor's race. That's true. Tony, I think the rest of this final debate outside of all of the conversation about Pritzker's offshore dealings really got kind of nasty. And the three main Democrats really seem to be going after each other in negative ways and pretty harshly in this in the mm-hmm. final days. Yeah, one moment in particular stood out to me just because it, it sums up all of the attacks from all three candidates 
pretty concisely. This begins with uh, Pritzker attacking Biss. Biss then responds back to Pritzker, and then Kennedy jumps in at the end back to attack Biss. You haven't stood up for the middle class pensions. You've taken money away from neighborhood public schools to give it to charter schools. I mean, I, you're not who you say you are. So listen, I'm not going to sit here and be lectured on who's a progressive by the guy who's storing money offshore to avoid taxes and profiting off the Dakota Access Pipeline. I'm not going to sit here. lecture you. Not, well, we can talk later. <laughs> you know, oh my God. I think, you know, and that, that just shows, uh, it shows Democratic primary voters who are still undecided where the candidates stand. It's just up to those voters to decide which one to go with. Let's turn to the Republican primary between incumbent Governor Bruce Rauner and State Representative Jeannie Ives. A few weeks ago, we might have said that Rauner was running away with this race. But Dave, what do you think now in the final days before the primary? Well, he's he's especially focused on avoiding a repeat of the 2014 primary. That was uncomfortably close for him. He won by just three percentage points in a four-way race. And now you've got one poll uh, showing that he's got 46 percent disapproval from conservatives. So that clearly gives Ives an opening right now. Tony, what did we hear out of Rauner this week? Well, Rauner, you know, in this final week of the campaign, did a few notable things for Republican primary voters. One is that he vetoed a gun bill that would have licensed uh, gun shops. Uh, Another thing is that he showed up at the Quincy Veterans Home, not so much to announce a plan for how he plans to address the repeated outbreaks of Legionnaire's disease there, but more to announce some options that could turn into a plan for addressing the outbreaks there. Well, and he's got a new TV ad that sounds a little like an air raid. This is a conservative voter alert. The same Washington liberals that support J. Well, I mean, there's been this back and forth between Rauner and Ives about who the real conservative is. And Rauner hasn't really tried to show his conservative credentials much up until now. When you put the three things together, the gun bill veto, the Quincy veterans home appearance with no concrete plan, and this TV ad, you get a picture that Rauner is taking nothing for granted about what the GOP conservative base might be up to on Tuesday. Dave McKinney and Tony Arnold cover state politics for WBEZ. Thank you both for being here. Thanks, Thanks, Becky. And last but certainly not least, we have another update for you on the race for Cook County Assessor. It's been a pretty head-spinning one, not just because it deals with a property tax system that's been riddled with errors for years, but because in the last several weeks, we weren't totally sure how many people would be on the ballot for this race. A third candidate named Andrea Rayla was, and stay with me here, initially on the ballot, then booted off the ballot, then on, then off. And now she's back on. Rayla declared victory late Thursday night. This is truly a victory for those of us who, do, who lack the resources to go up against all these machine tactics and suppression of people getting on the ballot, maybe people for their first time trying to become candidates. So right now, we can report that votes cast for Andrea Rayla will be counted. Now that it's a three-man race, some observers say the two challengers could end up splitting the vote against embattled assessor Joe Berrios, giving him another term. He's under fire for running a property tax assessment system that overburdens the poor and lines the pockets of his contributors. That's all for this week. Again, primary election day is this coming Tuesday. Go to WBEZ.org and get an overview of all of the candidates running for every major office here in the March primary. WBEZ has been here every Friday for the last eight weeks, breaking down all the insanity that is Illinois politics. 
I'm Becky Vivi, and this is WBEZ.